All right, welcome everybody <laughs> to the the Film Snobs podcast. I the am Ricky, your host tonight. And before we get into the movie that we watched tonight, we have a couple things to talk about. Oh, first thing up, uh, this weekend we actually went up to Denver and watched Memoria in theaters. Hell's yeah, yeah. to watch, be watched. Wow, I can't imagine a more opposite movie to Memoria <laughs> than the one we just watched. Overstimulation <laughs> versus understimulation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys got any thoughts? Um, they would, thoughts? Be, they would be Ethan and mine, I guess. Go. I'll give you some thoughts. It's a movie that is only in theaters for the rest of its life. So if you're in a city that's big like Denver or Philadelphia or Detroit or Oslo, if you see in your local art house theater that Memoria is playing, please go see it because it's amazing. I said some of my thoughts on the Film Snob Awards episode when we ran down our top 10, but uh, probably my favorite movie of the decade so far. So all hail Tilda. That's what I say. All hail Tilda. Yeah, same. (laughs) Um... And that blue pan pizza we had before was bomb. Oh, that Fire! Pizza was oh, so Detroit good. dish. That beer I got too, uh, whatever that was, was that's from Weldworks, right? Damn. I don't remember. Shout out Weldworks. No, it was the outer range. Shout out outer. Oh, shout out outer range. Outer range. Um. Yeah. No. It was. Oof. Yeah. Memorial was a bit of a slow burn. Uh, definitely needed to talk about it after to like kind of really fully understand what the hell I just watched. <laughs> um. But I I loved the conversation afterwards. I think I think it really opened up what it was trying to say and do, um, without really having too much to say or do. Shout out Columbia. It was good. It was it was yeah. It was great. It's a Colombian Top Gun. <laughs> Two. Wow. What? I don't know if that's true. Ethan in reclining pose. What are you doing here, dude? You look like you're about to sleep. Out, no, no joke. Even though that movie was wild, I, I saw was you dozing, asleep. dude. I saw you dozing. I have no idea what happened. I feel like <laughs> once I got into the couch, I was suddenly just hit with the wave of sleeping. <laughs> it was weird. It happens probably because it just rained. I don't know what it was. Maybe I was you caught a cold. About, I was, which is so weird because that. I was awake during Memoria the entire time, not even drifting a little bit. <laughs> maybe, maybe this like because it was so sensory overload. It like I think I just made your mind tired. I just disassociated. <laughs> I was like, I can't compute. <laughs> no, Memoria was really good. I thought it was definitely a slow movie. I don't think slow is bad though. I no. really like slow movies. I like most of the time. I would down. say, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think Tilda Swinton's great. I think she is executive producer on it. And yeah, she just has this vulnerability in the way that she portrays her character, Jessica, trying to figure out why this thing keeps, why she keeps hearing this sound. And it doesn't really follow like a, a, a certain linear kind of unfolding mystery structure. It's just... It just, you just kind of float through shots and scenes mm. and it's very well put together. It's kind of like, yeah, you, you, I can't help but think of Malick films, you know, where mm. so many of them feel just like visual poetry. And mm. I mm. think with, with, the, with these shots, I would say there was, 
it's weird to say a lot more happening, but in the shots that were just th- there for a long time, there is people, there's dialogue, there's movement. Yep. Um, so it was really good. Yeah. You should check it out. Take your time with it. You know, it's definitely not going to, you're going to have to learn to let go of the way you watch most films. I would say not all films. There's but some surprises in there too. Yeah. Yeah. There are some surprises. There's a dog. <laughs> what? Do you think dogs can curse people? And it's a question for another day. Speaking of uh, dogs <laughs> cursing people, um, you guys also watched Top Gun. Did you guys want to talk about that? I didn't see it, but I think everyone's <laughs> seen that a dog. I think everyone. Somebody. I think everyone's seen Top Gun by now. Okay. I think everyone likes it. I think I, it's I just pretty much. I didn't see it. But well. It was a wild. But you're ride. not everybody. You're Ricky Wickham. I'm just all a blast. Here's what I'm going to say about Top Gun: Bring back blockbusters that prioritize actual action filmmaking in camera rather than CGIing everything. Yes. I just tied the game. Avalanche wow. were just down two like three minutes ago. Wow, yeah, that's a big deal. Spoilers. We're watching hockey this week <laughs> while we're potting. Anyways, yeah, I think the practical s- airplane stunts are bonkers. I don't know how they filmed all that. And, but, yeah, that was nuts. So that's what got me all in. Yeah, I thought that sequence was incredible because um, I think I said this after we watched the film, but you never get completely lost in what's happening because the, the route they're taking and the mission they're on, it's a very specific, intricate thing they have to do. And while it's happening and you're in the cockpit with the pilots, you never lose sense of where you are in their trip, in their mission. Right. And I I just thought that was so well executed to be able to pull that kind of thing off. And Tom Cruise just, man, he just has it. Yeah. Like whatever that it, is dude. that... He gets that, it. That just... You can't really explain it. He just... This is peak action movie Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's really yep. coming into a, a kind of a really... Eyes Wide Shut is peak actor Tom Wait, Cruise. wait, wait. Wait, <laughs> this is peak action... I haven't action. seen that. This is peak action Tom Cruise or yeah. Mission Impossible? No, this. Oh, okay. Interesting. But the next Mission Impossible looks really good, too. I could watch a Mission th- Impossible movie all the, oh, all the time. He might same. peak again. We never know. All the time. Uh, no, but we had a... Yeah, it was a blast. It was a, it was a lot of fun, for sure. There you go. Five so, stars. Uh, is uh, Mach 10... Uh, oh, 12 so Gs. Mach 12 Gs up from me. Mach 10.3, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Let's get a Mach 10.4 on the Richter scale. Let's do it. There you had it. Earthquake right here. Earthquake? <laughs> He's like, let's move Q on. Q Family Force 5 Earthquake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <such a callback. laughs> oh, wow. I might actually do Shake it. Shake it like an earthquake. <laughs> All right, Eric. Q Rattlesnake. Oh, by King Gizzard. Because now we need to talk about last week. Oh, wow. Even if just a little bit. Because Caleb isn't here tonight. I don't know if you guys noticed that yet. He's not here. Caleb's not here, and I'm I'm questioning why right now. He can't defend himself here, but I'm here to defend myself, not to defend Caleb. Do it. Ricky, you have that right. Uh, There were a lot of accusations levied against me that I would quantify as slander. Yikes. Big. Um, that is there were you know many different things said Uh, I think some of them were maybe authentic but twisted in the cut of the episode for uh, the film bro part 2 the midnight fired Hmm. Um, it's a good app first off um, my sister I actually just wanted to shout out that she was saying 
she was talking about a, a program to for passwords. It's literally it's time to get LastPass, which is like to have secure passwords. <laughs> LastPass. My whole family uses like five letter passwords, so that's <laughs> how you get your password stolen. So. Okay, uh, that's like an aside. I just yeah. wanted to to clarify that I was yep. trying to help. Um, right. Uh-huh. Yep, that's anyways. what they all say. Anyways, um, <laughs> Tristan, Tristan was the one that hurt me the most. I think. Um, ouch! Ouch! Oh, which Tristan. is so sad. Cause he's such a he's such, he's such a, a good guy. guy. Close you know, friend. I love him. And he came to see Memorial with us. He offered us free ice cream on Saturday. Yeah, you think you know someone, and then you don't. Yeah. And so that's exactly um, how that works. I would like to clarify that I, I he did say that the edit was mashing multiple nights into one description in the mm. thing, but uh, mm. I don't believe I ever got mad at Caleb ever in the production. So mm. just wanted to clarify that. Mm. Uh, Objection, hearsay. Okay. We're not in trial, Ethan. I made my oh, I learned a lot from the Johnny Depp trial, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Objection, cause for speculation. <laughs> I learned a lot of words. Ricky, what else and, do you have to and say? So also Objection, Caleb, no foundation. Caleb also accused me as, of potentially being angry at him, or saying I was angry at him and that I was maybe lashing out. Again, I don't recall ever being angry at him, so that really hurt. Um, Ouch. Yeah, and I would like to also just reiterate that there was that original letter that was pointed out. Um, there was what? The original letter the that original was received letter. that oh. I definitely didn't write. Um, Ooh. So I think there's something else going going on here. Um, Something nefarious. And I would like to point out that with the case of the letterbox incident, I did it, uh, indeed do that. Oh, wow. This is huge. Um, oh, my God. Ricky, what? Sorry, everyone, please wow. don't respond. Can Ricky, can you say that again into the mic? What? I had fun arguing with Caleb, even though I had no grounds for the film, bro. I did not make the original accusation whatsoever. I never accused him of being a film bro. However, the the accusations were levied and no one was saying anything. And so I thought it'd be fun to push back against him. So I did. That's big. Wow. And why did I hack into his letterbox? Because it was really funny. Did he have a five letter password? Um, I don't know, but I will say that someone gave me the password. Whoa. Oh, know. you had an accomplice then. Hold the phone. So I did. Copperhead. I, I was not working alone. Somebody Copperhead. did that. I will not throw them under the bus, but uh, I will give them uh, the opportunity to come forward whenever they feel like they're uh, big. To. Wow. That's huge. Bombshell. Also, his, I would like to point out lastly that his sister said that he relapsed into being a film bro, which I think admits, or she basically stated in the interview that she believes he was a film bro. Whoa. Oh, at some it, point, and yeah. And then he relapsed back into it. Wow. So uh, that was just a little nitpick. She said he was watching a bunch of Nolan films? Yeah, I guess he binged them again. Just okay. to like, because he was having an identity crisis as a snob. Okay. Wow. So anyways, that's, uh, that's all I had to say Must on the subject for now. Um, if anyone has any other... Uh, slander they'd like to point towards me i'm happy to uh ricky thank you for your public sharing i did not want to involve you in the investigation as you can tell there have been no charges brought against you so as of now you are a clear man um but you listen to it you know that there's danger out there i will go on record and say that you slandered me also that um (laughs) i said some (laughs) inaccurate things about the distance that it takes to walk from your house. It's probably at least a 30-minute <laughs> walk. I said it was a short walk. What I meant was that it is a short drive. <laughs> that Very is my different. fault. That is my fault. Um, Ricky is an Audi driving man. I've never seen him walk anywhere, so I don't know why I said that. 
I don't know why I said walk. I, I apologize. You're Sorry. lucky you weren't on the stand because that could Ricky actually hates walking. Could have been perjury. Yeah. That's why I picked a movie about walking tonight. The sun the sun burns his 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 de- delicate That's skin. His lily white skin. <laughs> Ethan, do you have anything to say? Um no, I'm just looking at this hockey game and I'm uh, <laughs> I'm just so in- intrigued. The Avs got it another just, goal and went up. Turned, so. It just turned around so fast. For all of you listening out there, yes, the investigation is continuing. There should not be such a large break in between episodes as episode one and two. I just couldn't find any evidence for months, and now there's too that's, much to handle, um, so I just have to sort through it. That's big. Yeah. Well, anyways, we can move on now to the actual <laughs> topic at hand. I hope so. Which and is, once Caleb's back, I'm sure there will be more to say I'm on this. Sure. I'm sure we'll <laughs> talk about it for three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i love you oh boy um anyways so tonight we watched a movie called night is short walk on girl uh, <laughs> an animated film by masaki yuasa um the or as the kids like to, to call the movie yoru wa michikashi aruke yo otome man kids these days just Wh- know japanese which mm. is translated yeah. to <laughs> night is short walk on girl oh the same <laughs> okay as far as i understand it <laughs> okay it's translated to drink Boy, a lot, and then you find a book. <laughs> and, it's oh, tie game and get again. A cold. <laughs> Everyone gets a cold. Night of the death cold. Yeah, so Fruit the movie. and fish rain. The movie basically takes the over the course of one really long night where um, a bunch of different just wacky things happen in succession. They start at a wedding, and then it turns into like a bar crawl where they have drinking competitions, <laughs> and then they go to a used book fair, and they have the, the eating spicy food competitions, and yeah, yeah. just hell is unleashed, and then there's like pop-up theaters, and it was musical numbers. and A lot of musical. Everyone was sick, and there were storms, and... Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot here. Um, I don't know if I can really explain it too much better than that, but <laughs> I think we can uh, maybe give some first impressions, some thoughts. Uh, I think I'm the only one here that's seen this before. I'd seen this once before. Um, yeah. I really like this director. I think he is, in my opinion, probably the most interesting animator like out there. I think he's just so creative and interesting mm. in the way that he... Uh, uses the medium to like its absolute fullest because this movie's just bonkers and I think it just <laughs> taps into like the the imagination in a way that few things even come close to. Um, mm. I think his writing can be weak. I feel like he's never fully like aced it on that front, but I think he's funny and he knows how to be creative. So I had a good time. I think like if the if that description wasn't enough, like you're also reading light speed Japanese on the screen. Well, you're and reading like, English. You're not reading Japanese. Yeah, unless you're wanting talk, to watch it with Japanese subtitles. Uh, and yeah, just like stylized animation as well. Just like, you know, they'll take like a big gulp of something and their whole body will expand and just really, yeah, I agree with the animation. Just like really, really, really cool. Um, like, just exaggerated expressions and um i don't know i thought i thought the dialogue i thought the writing was like really funny and really unique i don't know like this is my first that i know of exposure to his his style and so i had a blast man i was laughing like the entire time (laughs) it was just so wild and i was saying afterwards i was just like i thought the whole movie was gonna take place in the first act (laughs) and it was like five more acts that were like completely different (laughs) and i was like this is a trip and like so colorful so colorful and so 
I mean, we'll talk about that eating scene, that fire scene. <laughs> <laughs> I need more of that. Ugh. I was like, that looks like a little bit like kimchi, but also like some hot meat. Oh, I was in it. I was in it. Hot meat. Hot meat. <laughs> you had to whisper it either. Hey, guys. Jared Klofenstein <laughs> here. I watched Night of Short Walk On Girl with the film snobs tonight. Yeah, we did too. Man, this movie is bursting with ideas, isn't it? It's just (laughs) so fun. It is so colorful. Um, It's got that almost, it's the same night, but it feels like an anthology film still because Mm. it's all these different stories on the same night. There's like four main ones that I pick out at least. Um, And I love anthologies, so I'm a short story guy. Yeah, Yeah, it did feel like an anthology. Yeah. That was really interesting. It it makes the argument for what Japanese, and I mean, not just Japanese cinema, but what certain animated cinema should do that a lot of American, uh, Disney's Warner Brothers DreamWorks (coughs) um, animation does, where they just almost try to replicate the real world with just a little more fantasticalness, Mm -hmm. Mm. and they just totally ignore the things that animation can do by representing things constantly differently, um, which this movie does <laughs> in, in a way that is sensory overload. Um, so, I, yeah, I love the animation style. I think it's I, most we've laughed on this podcast Maybe. in a while. Yeah, in a long while, yeah. Um, <clears throat> some of it is a little, some of the humor is a little too mature for, immature for me, but other than that. I, I would I would concur I mean, with yeah. that, too. I think that's maybe the one thing I would, like, knock the movie for. Yeah, there's, like, some, like, sexual immaturity in the <laughs> in the humor, but when it, but, like, it doesn't need it, because it's so funny when it's not that, but, oh, but gets, other than that, it, it, it I was It gets real, dude, fan. it gets real. <laughs> I do think it taps into the, like, it's like following college students the whole time. Yeah. That. And I think it really sure. like captures that, like the yeah. essence of what it's like to be a college student yeah. really well. Um, yeah. But they got like a mind conscience scene that takes inside out right out of contention. For yeah. The greatest inside of the mind scene. <laughs> yeah. Inside out makes it look like it was a park, park in the walk in the park. To- <laughs> to write compared to this <laughs> madness greatest inside the mind scene ever how <laughs> so complete um <laughs> i think i just i'm just realizing this like right in this very moment oh yeah i don't like bonkers over the top movies oh okay i think i've just realized that about myself is that why you zoned out cuz i feel oh. like when we've watched movies that are way absurd and outlandish like that i like don't connect i don't really like even want to when that when it starts to get that way and i think i felt a little <laughs> i mean it was funny and it was just, i mean it was great it was just so absurd but i think because of that i also struggled to really think it was that funny right like truly funny you know versus just silly um, Your buy-in wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think I'm just realizing right now that yeah, I just I don't I don't think I'm drawn to that kind of um, art, that kind of cinema. Mm. It's just not for me. Yeah, you're kind uh, of a dull guy. Why right. would you say that? If you had to analyze it, not like I don't fully, know. but just like was it just like too over the top? <laughs> I don't know. To take, too much to take in. Yeah, it was just a lot being thrown like everywhere, and right. it just was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> it is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and and like I said, when I was like visually also, just like, man, your eyes are just 
but Assaulted. like I would say like in contrast to uh, personal opinion way. sorry film bros out there oh, in contrast to and everything everywhere all at once everything is coming at you at once bonkers over the top I think this did that very well where that movie didn't do it well and very similarly I did I had trouble connecting really with that movie too yeah but I would say that like at least for me going through this movie the like Again, I feel like it really does a good job of capturing, like, to me, like, the very heightened experience, maybe, of, like, a a wacky night where you, you know, meet someone that you fall in love with, basically, Mm -hmm. and just, like, you just take that to, like, the nth degree (laughs) in a way that, like, I don't know, I feel like emotions can feel that heightened and stuff, and so... yeah. It just has that freedom to kind of visualize it in a way that nothing else can. And like the movie was doing right away, like right away, they kind of like set it up like the girl's like, I am finally going into the adult world. I can't wait to see what it's like. I want to experience all of it. So it's like (laughs) when things are new, they seem crazier. And then once you experience them more there, you're like, okay, I'm used to that by now. So it's kind of the my first time experiences so it's all <laughs> blah 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 yeah so thematically it actually yeah. works yeah i love this because it's like what if this was a rom-com but it didn't suck and it was like alice in wonderland <laughs> yeah and it's just like that is it's it's hard to describe i mean that's like my simple way of describing it but it was yeah i loved i loved the like underlying thread of that guy who was just constantly trying to do like the best thing like the rom-com thing like the the meet cute and just kind of like meet oh man i could like i could like get this book for her and like oh it'd be perfect and it was just this underlying thread through the whole thing he's constantly following everybody through all of their journeys and it's just oh it's so great i love I love it so much. Oh, yeah, because it's like I guess on like on the surface, I guess, or if you like water it down to like it's like plot, it's like the most simple kind of story of just like out with out with out and about with your friends and you meet a girl you like, basically. Like, but I think it. Yeah. Then you have a drinking contest with an old guy and. But you just right. take all the wacky Go to the stories. book fair. I feel like you like all the wacky stories that you heard like in college. And even if, you know, someone's just like, yeah, my friend did, you know, like it just is all yeah. thrown into one. And yeah. I don't did, know. Th- did this take place in what what city was this? Do, uh, do it's, know- it's set in Kyoto. Okay. So yeah, I would, if I was like renaming this, it'd be like summer night in Kyoto or something like really simple. Cause it's just like, I, they did kind of have like the summer theme. Like there was this act where like everybody was so hot and just like sweating and you heard the cicadas and it was just like oh man i could feel that i could yeah. feel, feel how the hot they are which which our feel topic is summertime feel how hot they summer are hours? summer hours summer hours right, okay so that's why i chose the movie by the way because yep. of the, the the summer night great great choice yeah i felt it for sure and it was just like, yeah, like we've all had like a like a warm night. No. <laughs> I've never been warm ever in my life. Shut up. <laughs> all of you shut up. Try living in a gulag. I'm either, uh, <laughs> I'm either extremely cold or just seething with extreme heat. Uh-huh. I'm never warm. Yeah. So you're either the old guy that is like everything's darkness and cold or you're the, <laughs> the opposite 
the, the old guy feeding all the other people the really hot food and yeah right. oh, yeah. Yeah. Ethan's, oh, yeah ethan's got those eye mu- eyebrow mustache things going on he's he's the old guy for sure meaningless yeah oh, ethan yeah. I, I don't know if you guys know this ethan wanted facial hair on his mustache so he actually transplanted the hair from his eyebrows to his mustache <laughs> so that's what eric means by that eyebrow mustache thing going right on. context good i'm trying to describe context. old man yoda there i don't know i don't know how to best describe Little Grogu. I don't. I don't know how to do it. They meet a really old, grumpy man, and yeah, he, I think he has like the really, really bushy eyebrows, and he has hair shooting out of the sides of his head that are like three feet long in both directions. Ugh. Which of us do you think could do the sophist dance the best? Oh man! Uh, Which visual comedy? I feel like there's this <laughs> dance in the movie, so good, called the sophist dance, and it's just the funniest looking thing ever. It is really because weird. they were they first saw it. They went to a party where everybody was just pointlessly debating with each other. I think effort and talent, was which is club? more important. Was it a debate club? No, it was a, it was a wet. It was like a it was like a sophist society. Yeah. Like a philosopher's yeah. kind of, yeah, okay. And so they're, yeah, arguing effort versus talent. And then <laughs> the the guy, like, running it was arguing that uh, you shouldn't marry the person you're in love with yeah. because then you follow your emotions and you need to follow logic. That's right. So you marry the person that you don't love. And if you follow... <laughs> because lo- then you'll make rational decisions in why you're married. Yeah. And right. if you follow logic, you won't be hurt when she cheats on yeah. you. <laughs> and then he starts crying. Yeah. Yeah. It seems close to home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A little close to home. Oh, wait, what? Did that happen? No, just to him. Oh, Can I ask like, a question? Yeah. Um, Please don't. I just am very intrigued at what your guys' favorite like sequence or part was because there's so many and I, I'm having trouble pick like a picking like a favorite. So I'm like, if I like said night, a short walk on girl and I was talking to you in the street and you were like communicating your favorite part, what do you think would first come to your mind? Hmm. The book. What about the book? Uh, sorry, the book. Uh, wait, favorite moment sequence. Sequ- no, that's see it would, for me, it would be a sequence and it would be the book fair. It would be the, Kind of just like the the hot summer night stroll, <clears throat> people sitting next to blocks of ice, just like it was great. It was so fun, and <laughs> the pop up theater. God, it's so wild. Our book, <laughs> so our book much fairs, that happens in the sequence. Our book fair is still a thing in Japan, maybe. Oh man, yeah, maybe. I yeah, when book fair. When does this take place? When was this I used made? To love the book uh, fair. Twenty fourteen. So, okay, so the movie's based off of a novel, actually. It's oh, okay. an adaptation of a novel written in, I want to say, the two thousands. Okay. Um, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah. Uh, also, I guess I should add this. This movie's actually uh, like in the same world, or kind of like a spiritual sequel to. Um, a TV show the same director did in uh, 2010. This movie okay. came out in 2017. Okay. Um, but the original show is called The Tatami Galaxy and also follows a kid uh, in college in Kyoto. And it has okay. a lot of like, there's some gags in this that you wouldn't recognize unless you had seen the original show, but they're small enough. Like, okay. you wouldn't know it. Like, the little kid is actually like a reinterpretation <laughs> of a character oh. in the original oh. show. Okay. The play was referencing a bunch of stories from the show. Okay, that makes so sense. The play was like, like there's like the, the, the weird pervy dude with yeah. the doll. That's like one of the <laughs> characters of the show. Okay. So they're like making, they're like outing him in, yeah. the, in the play. Right. And stuff. So um, right. it makes all these kind of like, yeah, like connected references and stuff That's but fun. i don't think you like needed that to <laughs> enjoy this movie um anyways back to the original question so eric mm-hmm. said the book fair ah uh, it's tough i the 
the single that dance just like sticks in my mind all the time like i just like when i think back at this movie i just think of that dance and i giggle um, it's so absurd because they also like pucker their lips like a like a duck bill yeah and it's just the most ridiculous looking thing it's so funny and, I, and he just like his his animation is just over like over exaggerated and cartoonish and i yeah. think he's really inspired by like like, I feel like when animation started, there was two camps. There was the, like, realism camp, as Jared was kind of talking about. Then there was, like, the really wacky camp. Right. Um, that, Mickey like, Mouse. Steamboat Willie kind of stuff came from, Yeah, I it's, think. Exactly, it's funny you said that, because that's exactly what I was thinking with Steamboat yeah. Willie. Oh, so yeah? he has that, yeah. where it's, like, this really, like, when they think, drink a gulp of, like, beer, and it, like, moves their whole, like, down to their gut and shakes them and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, it's just that. And I know this director was also... Uh, when he first became an animator, it was the sequence at the end of the Fox and the Hound that inspired. He was like, I want to animate like that. That's mm. one of the best. Interesting. A- I think the Fox and the Hound is the most underrated Disney film. That's really cool. Really? It is so touching. What scene is, is, are, are they, is it? A be- Probably is it- like the big fire. and uh, There's like a something hunt. I haven't seen the movie, to be honest. So, okay. Uh, it, the, big hunting fi- the big hunting scene with I the bear. And I the, think so. Kid. It's some yeah. like big climactic scene that I just know he references. Like that was what made him want to be an animator. It's and, so like, good. Make animation. And so I think he has this in- interesting style where it's it combines the wacky like over the top like western style with anime and i think he kind of takes the both best of like both of them and makes his own style yeah um anyways i went way off of what i was going to talk about but the culmination (laughs) of that wacky style is probably my favorite part which is the like um the kind of internalization or like uh the main character's mind at the end like the climax of the movie right made into like a visual it's so good and it's like it's like all of his different like parts of his brain fighting and arguing about whether he should ask this girl out way too many just bouncing all over the place <laughs> but then you have his many. like his like kind of like passion instinct is like barging through the door trying to take over and i, I just think it's incredible for all you visual. women out there who th- you think this guy's interested in you and he just can't communicate his feelings this is what's going on inside of it <laughs> so like, and it's like, on the, like, nah, like and you watch it like this and it. it's like that guy is so dumb but it's a thing Oh, People it, feel that way for some reason. Wild. I love that his impulse part of his brain were just toy cowboys. <laughs> like right. the weirdest, the weirdest <laughs> cowboys. Yeah, you're like, yeah! <laughs> it's like, yippee! Just like, just so much energy and just like thousands of them. There's like a battering ram down his consciousness. Oh, wild. Just wild. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's so. That's so good. Wild card. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Ethan or Jared, you guys gotta. Mm. I I like the uh, the play. Um, oh yeah, the play was amazing. The, uh, uh, the, the underwear gor- man. What was it? Gorilla, gorilla play or gorilla, gorilla theater? The gorilla theater. It was just so weird and interesting <laughs> and funny and because they do a scene and there's then pack car- up. And there's a leave. carp rainfall and yes, yes, the carp. Just, <laughs> it was funny. I love that that tornado. But I kind of appreciate yeah. how like. How fickle it shows infatuation can be, you know. It's mm-hmm. you just get knocked in the head, and you can be like, "Now I'm really in love with this person," even though I was just in love with who I thought was a woman is actually a man. But now this man's also saying 
He'll become a woman. For yeah, he'll your... become a woman for me. <laughs> I'm like, what, what is happening? Wow, there's no context for the for the listener, but um, <laughs> there's like 18 twists. In the <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there was so many twists. But for that character in specific, I think it makes sense because he originally got in love because of a moment, and then in the play, he's like, the moment is what I'm chasing. The moment is what I love. So he got another moment, and right. he got another moment. He another <laughs> right. fish fell on his head. <laughs> carp. The same. Yeah, the carp. <laughs> the same time it fell on her head and it was like there's another moment and i'm in love with this moment now it was like this fleeting thing which was just hilarious i love that so much young men can't get over their things and then when Mm. they do it's like of course you could have Mm. just like never changing your underwear oh my god (laughs) yeah this dude everyone out there listening who hasn't seen this this dude had this moment with this girl and he decided i'm never gonna change my underwear until i see her again until i achieve my dream Till I achieve my dream. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> to the point where his People. name was Don Underwear. <laughs> they called him Don Underwear. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> God. Do you think do you think this movie had like some deeper symbolism that was a, going way over our heads because of the the, the visuals there's and, a thread and, um we can go into i want to hear jared's favorite no that's fine part. that's fine that's yeah yeah, yeah. No, no, i'm jumping you guys actually might have named my top three <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> did you um, did you like the summer walks oh the summer yeah the summer stuff is great yep. the summer like just outdoor at night oh, like I love that. when I love it's warm that. is like my favorite yeah time to be you're just walking uh, in your clothes but like for classic bit the stinking spicy food contest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then they be, Let's and then talk about it. all their lips became like as big as duck bills just <laughs> because they Bigger. were so <laughs> Yeah, they were right. massive. So this guy who's this oh. the old man we were talking about who lo- finally lost the drinking contest to Otame. <laughs> um later Who's the main actress? Yeah, she's the main, the, character. the main character. So they like everybody wants this special book, but books are collectors' items now. They don't get to yeah. be shared with the public, so they have to go to this guy's place and try to <laughs> get a book. And he's like, "Whoever can eat the most spicy food, it was a <laughs> and, lasts a, and lasts the longest wins." But like the spicy food's like in fire. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it looks like it's the hottest stuff ever. It looks if you've ever eaten kimchi, it looks like just a bowl of kimchi and just like meat and other vegetables and yeah, it looks so spicy. There's like a moment where like someone's soul left his body. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was good. And the, the guy serving the food or whatever has like a gas mask. Yes. On. Yeah. Yes. God, I love that sequence. It's so hard to much. explain how it looks, but it is it is memorable. It's wild. This is wild, dude. There's just so many like Ugh. like it just uses like the visual like so well over and over again. Even like, the little flashbacks and it has its own like flashback style that's like more minimal, but it just like uses like visual metaphor to like Oh, I love that. reinforce whatever point it's getting across. Like yeah. when he, uh, he says like his sh- his heart felt like he got shot out of him and yeah. really like that mm-hmm. it like shows a heart smattered on the wall behind him and then it zooms out and, and it zooms out and it shows uh his chest with just like a heart-shaped hole in it. That was great. His heart was also like an engine that would never stop. Yeah, I love I I did love that minimalized kind of um what did you what did you say it was like a flashback kind of yeah, the um, flashbacks are just like more minimal in there. Yeah, appearance. it was just like colors and shapes, and oh uh, yeah, I loved that. Isn't that, that, that what beautiful. animation is, Eric? Colors and shapes. <laughs> wow, <laughs> aren't we all just colors and shapes? Colors and shapes. Yo, colors and shapes. 
Colors and shapes. You're doing but, the Rudolph r- thing. Yeah, no, no, no. Silver and gold. Oh, no. I think he has like this <laughs> oh, <God>. kind <laughs> of simplistic <laughs> drawing style that lends itself to the wackier animation because mm-hmm. there's just like, it just can be more fluid that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. I love it. Anyways, fire's fun. Um, yeah, you brought up kind of the what it's maybe trying to get at other than just be really funny and yep. fun. Um, and I think there's this thread throughout the film about, cause they have the, they're kind of talking about um, the main character would keep running into the girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess it's also, she's kind of more than coincidence chance. Yeah, yeah. So it's like coincidence <laughs> chance thing. Um, and, and he would like keep manufacturing these instances where they'd run into each other. <laughs> it was he, all a part of his plan. Yeah. And he, was, like, planning it, uh, and he just so wanted good. to like show up all the time so that she thought it was fate. Yeah. And yeah. so I think this whole movie is kind of getting at this point of like, fate and things happening for a reason. Mm, um, mm. But I think it's encouraging that through like going out and like the more actions that happen, the more connections occur, the more opportunities take place, which mm. I think is like reinforced with the book thing. Yeah. Uh, where he's talking about like books aren't meant to be collected because then they just dam up the thing and no one else can experience them. Damn. So instead damn. like they should be scattered oh, yeah. around and shared so people can make connections and yeah. Um, and then I think it also happens with the sickness thing. Like there's the whole metaphor done with everyone in town's getting sick with the cold. Yeah. And mm. she's going around and, prescient. and handing out, uh, like she's basically sharing things. So she'll go to one person with like soup and they're like, oh, I'll take these apples to this other person. Yeah. And then he takes that or she takes the apples to someone else. And like, oh, I'll bring this other medicine over here. And so it's yep. just kind of this like everyone's feeling better by sharing with each other and through like human connection. I like that. I like so, that. I, that was at least my like take because I saw it the second time. I wouldn't say the first time I was paying attention because it was just wacky and crazy. Right. Um, no, that's a big part of it. No, I, like, I mean, he visualizes it really well too. And, yeah. and I think there's a bunch of visual motifs that kind of play throughout where they're like these little small objects that's you're just kind of kind of scattered throughout the film and they kind of all come together at the end of the movie. Um, like the like yeah. the fish, the the like kite fish. Oh yeah, thing that's kind of like a visual motif that plays oh. throughout the fo- oh. film, or that little okay. round red thing. Yeah, the round yeah. red thing for called. sure. Um, mm. There's a million other ones, but yeah, those, <laughs> the train maybe. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't. Know. So that's like what I picked. I don't know if you guys had any other thoughts about that in in particular. Well, if that resonated with you, maybe or if yeah, you no, with that being what it's about. I think I think the um, the emphasis on connection. I definitely felt that, but I think in a different way than maybe anyone here did, but like I felt so overwhelmed <laughs> by uh-huh. by the extroversion. This was an extrovert's dream, like going from one spot to the next, drinking here, drinking there, next thing, next thing, next thing, next. Man, I was like, I'd be at home, sleeping, having fun. No. Oh. Would you though if you had had like fifty beers? I will say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say I. I was like, man, it would be so cool to be able to do that, to have like an epic, epic night where you where it felt like, and it was said multiple times. It was like, man, it felt like a year. Like it was just the longest. Like, what did you do for the longest night? The night that felt like it never ended, and I was just like. That'd be dope to like actually have experienced that night, but I couldn't help but like be in tune with myself and be like, man, I've been more like tired at like 10 p.m. and 11 p.m. and yeah. like 
God, I don't know if I could have done what she did. Which no, I wouldn't have made it. Eternal the whole night. energy, dude. <laughs> eternal energy and stamina. I, I just don't understand. But you have days like that where a few things happen in a row every once in a while, and you're like, yeah, that was really memorable. And I think yeah. where the location you are helps too. Yeah, because in with? Colorado Springs, it's gonna be hard. Yes, to do that kind of thing. <laughs> you can bar crawl. Like when but I was then in col- when I was in college, I'd go visit friends in Austin, Texas. Yep, and that kind of thing was easy to do. Yeah. Stay out all night. There was something happening everywhere. Yeah. It's just a great city. Just kind of keep oh, I, going. I, yeah, we went to Austin uh, last year, and I could definitely see that. Like, it, it's a it's a fun town. Out in Peyton, we would just like, you know, we'd put on the gorilla suit, walk across <laughs> the street. <laughs> oh, God. Play some ping pong. Oh, um, boy. I like what Toto-san said at the beginning where he's like, my happiness is... Uh, He's like basically my pass. My happiness is talking to people who are just passing through. Hmm. Like he has a mindset where it's like, if this person comes into my path, I'm not going to be put off because they're distracting me from my goal that I have to have because I have mm-hmm. no time because social media era. But it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this person came across my path, even though he's a weird pervert guy. I don't like him. Um, <laughs> but it's like perv. this not person accurate. is in my path. They must be here for a reason right now. So let's uh, let's just. Let's just roll with this. Mm-hmm. Which she acknowledges that she's like, and then she punches suck, him. But so. yeah, she punches him at least. But uh, <laughs> but she's also like, hey, yeah, you gave me good advice. Yeah. <laughs> so that can yeah, and mm. I think we do misrepresent. We we forget too often how much we actually do affect other people, mm. and how much power we actually have over mm. other people in a way. Like if you treat someone kindly, it's gonna affect them mm-hmm. if you treat someone like trash it's gonna affect them if you're a really sad old man it's gonna affect people i um, like that and and how that was reinforced at the end with the with the medicine and the food and the yeah yeah I like and it's that. like you don't like know that. you don't know how like yeah. half the time you don't know how mm-hmm. but hey pay it forward okay. guys Haley joel Haley joel osmond said pay it forward and, and a man who was canceled so well, he's canceled Kevin Spacey? No. <laughs> oh, he's in that movie. He said, That's and right. a man who was canceled. Oh. Anyway, um, uh, yikes, yikes. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a maybe optimistic at times, but I just love, I always love the like, like the main character. She's like just so optimistic and like happy to kind of walk through life that like, yeah. she's like affecting like even grumpy old man and like showing him it doesn't have to be that way because she's just treating him like a human being and not like, you're a grumpy old man. Get away from me. <laughs> a real Pollyanna, you might say. Yeah. Who's Pollyanna? She, j- <laughs> she just seemed unaffected, though. It was just like, not by anything. Not by alcohol. Not by... Like, the cold. A, the cold. <laughs> well, at the end. Right? Didn't she get a cold at the end? Yeah, she died at the end. Oh, my God. Yeah. Guys. Night is I'm short. Sorry. Walk I, on, didn't girl. Walk didn't on. mean to spoil it. Can you walk, walk on by on. you, too? <laughs> I will not. <laughs> It's a good song. It, is, it um, actually is a good song. <laughs> it is a great song. <laughs> Bono. Bono. His singer. Any other thoughts on fate and connections? Um. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because a guy <clears throat> is, we like as humans to pretend that things happen by chance. Mm. And a lot of times that's not the case. Like the senpai, he was like, I'm going to act, every time I see her, I'm going to pretend that I just mm, ran into her right. as a strategy rather than just being honest with, no, mm. this is what I want to happen and I'm doing it this mm. way. That's okay. 
Anyways. Yeah, and I I I kind of like that. It. I mean, there's something I think it's trying to get at too. Of like, things happen for a reason, and I tend to like get on even like the negative things that have often happened in my life led me to where I'm here right now. Talking all things work together for good. You know, I'm happy that I get to be here. So, Mm. Um, and that's not to limit pain and suffering in the world or anything, but just that. Yeah, I don't know. I think that things can build towards something else. That's that's great. So, Mm -hmm. well said. I kind of like that. Well said. Romans eight twenty eight, boy. I like that. Preached on that. I feel like all these hockey players look the same. Um, I'm would, just looking. I'm like, wow, they all look so I, similar. I have a, I have a question. Would you, uh, out of five, on. what would you, how would you recommend? Like, would you recommend this movie to somebody? Five out of five. Five would out I out recommend five? this movie yeah. to somebody? Depends on who it is. I wouldn't recommend it to someone too young. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But I had probably, a blast. Probably dude. someone that's been in college. Someone, yeah, probably like someone that's age. at least been through college. Yeah, I, I, I'd say that's probably where it would hit the best. It's definitely like humor. a group setting movie, though. Absolutely, I think it works. You're all kind of like feeding off each other's energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except for you because I, you know I you had were a fun time watching this with you guys. It was more fun the first time. I was by myself. It was all more right, fun cool. the first time you said. No, 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 I had more fun this time. Oh, the first cool! Time was by myself. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I would recommend it to people. I I thought it was great. <laughs> I had a great time. If you can get by like the couple things that I'm like, that's immature. I'm like. <laughs> It's still better than it's still more mature than most American comedy. So, and we w- <laughs> well we watched it subbed, right? Yeah. And oh, I love watching things subbed. I love the Japanese language, but I almost would say this would be good dubbed because I would love so to watch. What would it going sound on. like? There's I, so much visually. Know? No, there's so much visually going on. It's just so fast. I would love to like, watch it dubbed once. I, I it's would be so intense. It is very like culturally japanese yeah mm. like there's a lot even in the translation there's a bunch of japanese words that yeah. like so like i'd be intrigued to see how that plays out right but yeah it is interesting his style in particular this movie because it may because it's a little more stream of consciousness yeah and this one and the tv show that i said that came before this mm-hmm. economy galaxy the dot the dot the, the exposition goes so fast that this right. is actually slow compared to the show no wow. the show at some parts you actually oh have to pause it to read the subtitles <laughs> if you want to keep up it's Jeez. so fast dude. it's worth it i i think the show is really great it's so um, fast. but like i think this and the show are like to me some of the best examples of animation as an art form like mm. i think it almost is the peak of like animation purely in just like what it can do mm. um i love it yeah I, if you're so at all interested in animation, if you're at all interested in animation, watch this movie. Absolutely, because you're, because you're pigeonholing what animation can do. Yes, if you're just watching the popular stuff. And mm-hmm. this is a great example of of what animation can be and how it can be different and beautiful. So, and better. And better. Take that uh, <laughs> onward. Take that, Fox and the Hound. You son of a. No, oh, Fox and the Hound was good. Remember? <laughs> oh, sorry. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Copper. Take that Bambi. Oh, I like that too. Todd. Um yeah. Ethan is next. Oh, shoot. I have no idea what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you knew you were next! Ethan infamously hates the season of summer. <laughs> He's a fall winter spring guy. That's that's definitely true. I mean so much. Uh, Zizu or Moonrise Kingdom. 
No, Ethan, um, pick. Don't, don't let tell me others... how to live my life, Ricky. Uh, Thanks. You should. You should pick. Um, Actually, I just watched Moonrise Kingdom yesterday. No. Oh, really? yeah. What? <laughs> because it was on his list. No, because I was totally. me and my roommate. My roommate wanted to watch a movie last night, so we're just on HBO Max looking through. And oh man, where I was like, oh, let's watch. Oh, okay, I'll watch that. And That's so we great. Watched it. That's I loved great. it. Okay. I believe in your ability to pick. I believe it's going to be good. I believe we will see what happens. it will be hourly like and summerly. Have the movie beforehand so they can no, watch. No, they don't. We have a lot of viewers. They complain. Oh, we have so a lot. Who do they complain to? Maybe Eric? next time have your movie ready. Technically listeners. Wow. <laughs> Would you say viewers. 10? <laughs> no, I said technically listeners, I usually listeners, have my picks, so I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I really <laughs> dropped the ball. Yeah, you get, you get one. <laughs> <laughs> one ball to drop. <laughs> Once the other ball drops, it's game over. Yikes. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyway, Bye, what's our everybody. James Bond of the week? <laughs> oh, James oh, no! Bond of the week. We revisit. We had to do it because Caleb. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No. I don't, I don't know I, anything. I'm picking Alexander Skarsgård. That's actually a legit choice. Playing the uh, Amalith from the Northmen. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be a good bad guy, I think. <laughs> Everyone's like, where's James Bond? And he just runs in with an axe. <laughs> Immediately gets shot. <laughs> wow. Why did he bring an axe? That is Died immediately. intense. <laughs> oh, I don't have a... I don't have a British. Tr- you know what? I'm going to go a little bit different this week. Oh, I'm going to go with. Uh, I mean, I think it would just be more funny than anything. I think Hugh Grant. What? As James Bond. <laughs> Would be so interesting. Nice. He's a British actor. I'm going with um, Richard Iowati from the IT crowd. He plays Moss. Oh. He's really funny. I think he'd be an interesting James yeah, Bond. Yeah, it'd be funny to see like a, a, a comedic James Bond. Yeah. It'd be really interesting. It's been a while. We've never had one, huh. which is why it's been a while. Hugh, <laughs> Hugh Weren't Grant, the beginning though. ones a little more wacky? Like They're a little more like goofy, cartoony, like yeah. with the... The uh, but, uh, gadgets like, and but stuff. But James Bond's not like a funny character. No, he's always those. like, come to party, uh, my <laughs> shaker disturbed. Oh. I think they should have him play, oh play it straight, God. but he's always wearing like googly glasses. Googly eye glasses. <laughs> Tom Hardy is mine. Again? Oh, he was mine I don't know. Three in a row. I don't. He's I just, the best. I literally Googled popular British actors wow. and I'm like, why? Why am I doing this? You should go with uh, <laughs> the singer from Snow Patrol. Gary Lightbody? Yeah, Gary Lightbody. That would be interesting. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this one. I, I actually redo. I want to pick um, Tom York. Tom Ooh. York would be a great James Bond. Uh, all right. He can act. <laughs> all right. He'll all right. He doesn't even need to, he doesn't even to say anything. He can just like look with his eyes like, huh? Huh? With that great lazy All right, guys. Oyasuminasai. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Like the 2000s. Like early 2000s.